Hey guys, welcome back to Headful, episode 7. Hello! So this one is a New Year's reflection. And as always, I actually I can't say as always because we forgot last week. But we're going to start off with a fun fact. And because Emma and I just ordered Chinese food, we have fortune cookies. This will be our fun fact. It'll be the fortune for the podcast. And maybe you can tell us your fun fact, because I know you have one. Yeah. Whatever. If it's too good, then we'll... <clears throat> okay. An eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Ah. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a good way to live. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. In other words, don't seek revenge. Mm. If there's one thing you can take into the new year, it's this fortune brought to you by the the Chinese place in our town. <laughs> Alright, that's not actually a fun fact, but it's cool to think about. So, um, you had a fun fact. Yeah, here's a fun you? fact that's a little more uh, geared to what we're talking about today, which is, like Sarah said, New Year's resolu- resolutions. Um, according to the University of Scranton... Ooh. Shout out, Scrin. Only 8% of those who make New Year's resolutions actually keep them. That does not surprise me no. at all. No. Yeah. And it's within the first, like, two weeks of January. That's what happens, yeah. And it's usually, like, resolutions, like, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to exercise better. Mm-hmm. And then for the first two, because I used to work at a health food store, mm-hmm. and we would sell, like, healthy salads and stuff. And that would be our biggest sales for salads was mm. the first week in January. Everyone was like, I'm eating a salad. And then after that, you go back to what? You know, black bean right. burgers because they're, they're good. <laughs> they're, they're comfort food. <laughs> Have you ever kept a New Year's resolution? Here's the thing. I don't really make them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever truly made a New Year's resolution. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like I have these, like, ideas, like, this year is gonna go this way, but I don't think I ever sat down and I'm like, this year, this is my one goal and I'm starting January 1st. Mm. Just because, I mean, that fact says it all and it doesn't surprise me. It's like, I don't know, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it, but not because you... Just because it's January 1st. Yeah. And that's... And if it's something you really want to do, you don't start it on January 1st. You mm. usually start it earlier, and you're kind of like, this is where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I don't know. I don't, I don't like resolutions. And quite frankly, I think New Year's is an overrated holiday anyways. As much as I like it, kind Oh, kind of. I ruined it for myself. But I think it's just a lot of, like... Getting high, 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 and then, um... Yeah, there's a lot of expectation. Yeah. And it's like, this is gonna be the best year yet. Which, Mm. like, you shouldn't... Like, yeah, you should always hope that the future's gonna be better, but, like, you shouldn't place it on just because it's a new year that it's gonna be better. Yeah. Don't, like, place it on fate, in other words. Yeah. Because, I mean, I... I had some high hopes for 2020. I really did. Yeah. And it's so funny to think about. That was a whole year ago. I am just baffled because because I just, I cannot believe that it's been a whole year and mm. it's now going to be 21. And just because it's going to be 2021 doesn't mean that all the shit that happened in 2020 is going to go away. Gonna go away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It'll be interesting. Um, I, I'm trying to stay as optimistic as, right. as I can. Right, right. I don't know. It's it's good to be realistic, in a sense. So, anyways, with that being said, we're really just gonna do this episode as, like, a reflection. So we're just mm. gonna ask questions, and we're gonna reflect on our own year. And if Because it has been a whole year. It's been a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... In the span of, what, three months? We, yeah. We packed in a whole year? <laughs> oh, yeah. That'll, that'll do it. I don't know. I think it flew by. Oh, yeah. There, but then there's some people that are like, that was the longest year ever because of, like, nine months of quarantine. Right. Um, 
but I don't know, that flew by to me. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys can maybe relate to this stuff, that'd be cool. If not, you can just laugh or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, or share your experiences yeah. with us. Yeah, or even reflect in your head. Right, yeah, answer these questions for yourself. Yeah, I did that earlier too. I just, I went over like a bunch of questions and I just, really fast, I, I said the answer and I was like, well, that is what happened this year. That is indeed <laughs> how I felt. <laughs> okay, first question I will ask you is what was the biggest eye-opener or, or the biggest eye-openers of this year? I think the the biggest thing for me was I watched the news. Oh no! Every day, Ooh. and like it's good to be involved and to like be aware of what's happening. But I watched it a lot, and there was a yeah. lot of moments that I just like went like, "How is that even possible in this world right now? Yeah. How is that happening?" And like. Then I kind of came to terms with, like, oh, yeah, you know, shit's gonna happen, but, like, it's what you do about it. Like, I can sit and complain about the news all day long, but I, if I'm not doing anything about it, then I can't complain. I think that was the biggest thing for me, is just, like, in the past I've seen stuff and just went, like, oh, that sucks, and then not done anything about it, and then continued to complain about it. But I feel like if I'm not doing anything, then I don't have the right to complain about something. That, I hear ya. I hear ya. Honestly, every time I watch the news, it's not even like, I need to make, I need to change something. It's kind of just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, unreal. And I can't watch it. I get, I get too anxious. And it's like, like, I, I was just talking to you about this. Just recently, I was, I wasn't even watching the news. It was just on. Mm -hmm. And then... It said that there was some spike of cases of a new strain of COVID mm -hmm. in England, you know, like right after they were all administered a vaccine. Right. And I was like, all right, shut this off. Shut this off. Shut like, because <laughs> like that's the one thing I, right. I can't just be like, I'm gonna go change. Right. No, I'm just there's, yeah, there's the definitely off. things that you can't change, like <laughs> yeah. having a new strain of yeah, COVID. But yeah, that I'm just going to ignore until something else happens. What about you? What was your biggest eye-opener? I have a few. That's why I said eye-openers. Um, number one, friendships. I kid you not. Why are you laughing? No, no, I said good one, good one. Oh, okay. I was like, why are you laughing? Uh, I kid you not. Um, I want to say, like, all except for, like, two to three people. I lost all of my friends very fast. Mm -hmm. Huge eye-opener. Um, second, switching schools. And I think that kind of went along with losing friends and stuff. Um, and yeah, that was, that's scary. And that's also like, I'm a junior in college mm -hmm. and switching schools when I really didn't want to switch schools. Plus there's a pandemic going on. Plus I'm losing all my friends. Like yeah. everything was just I, I was, like, forced to change the way I, like, live my life, essentially. Third one, quitting alcohol, which I I wanted to talk about in this one, but I, I don't want to give a bunch away, because that can be a whole other episode in itself. Oh, yeah. Which it definitely will. But that was... I, honestly, I think I can, like, make that, um, like, quitting bad habits. Mm -hmm. Not just specific to alcohol, just, like quitting all the things that I thought were normal. Yeah. And learning, like, hey, y you had a fucking problem. Like... <laughs> yeah, recognizing the yeah. patterns. Yeah. And honestly, I think those three, plus the pandemic, let's call that four, <laughs> <laughs> all together was huge eye-opener. And that's why this year is just insane. Good and bad, but it insane is... The best word for it. Um, so I think that brings us into describe this this year in three words. Or two or one. You want me to start it off? Yeah, you go first. Let's see. Let's see what you got. I got bizarre, 
cassette. I mean, bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, unexpected. And, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sums up, what? <laughs> I feel like... Um, unprecedented. Oh, that's such a good word, Emma. That's good. Uh... Powerful? Yes. Ooh, yeah. I like that. And... Uh... Also, what? (laughs) Right? I think what goes very well. That was probably the most said word of this year. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Most said two words. I'm sorry, what did you say? (laughs) What's happening? That was the other question. What's the the phrase for this year? I would say, yeah, wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, my I, I I was doing. I was answering these earlier, like I said, and phrase for this past year was "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> like, what is this year? Mm. Again, good and bad, but just what also yeah, was definitely. That? Wait, what can can apply to so many different yeah. things that happens? You're both good and bad. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily imply like that was terrible. Right. It was just. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Song a, of the on year. On a lighter note, song of the year. I... That doesn't necessarily mean, like, a song that sums up 2020. Just... It could it could mean that, but just, like, song that maybe got you through 2020. Yeah. And if you need your Spotify wrapped to help you with that, because I... I mean, I used it. I... This song wasn't even on my Spotify wrapped, but, um... I Am Woman... By Helen Reddy. It's an old song, but, like, me and my mom just started listening to it again, and we we Would had it on repeat. I Am Woman. Is yes. It, is it new? Old? It's old. old. It's old. I don't even know who that is. Who is it? Helen Reddy. Helen Reddy. I am a woman, hear me roar, in numbers too big to ignore, and I know too much to go back and protect. You get the tone. I was. I love it's that. a. Yeah. I love that. And. I like that tone, okay? Because mine is kind of like sad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like kind of like folky, you know? It's Ray Lantang. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't say he's sad, but it's slower. I like that tone. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Also, just like. I just. Love the I am woman, hear me roar. Yes. Just because. I mean, it's such a big thing, you know, already, you know, that it's been around for years, but I feel like this year, especially with everything that happened in our presidential election, is uh, definitely a win, a win for women. Yes. So. That you don't was, even have to say more than that. Yeah. On election day, that song was on repeat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You didn't play it in my car. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. I like that, though. Now I have to start listening to that. Mm. And also, uh, my this goes into our next question as well, movie of the year. We watched um, the Helen Reddy story. There's a movie There's a her? movie about okay, her. Okay, so she's a big deal. She's a huge deal. Why don't I know about her? It's okay. Under a rock. Learn about her. And Learn about her, yeah. She's, she had a, a really cool story. Like She came from Sydney. She was a single mom. Ooh. And... Sydney. She was, like, trying to make it in the music business, and everybody kept telling her, like, you're never going to make it, blah, blah, blah. And then she wrote this song, I Am Woman, and all of her record execs were like, it's too angry, it's anti-man, like, you're never going to, it's never going to get, no one's one's going to like it, no one's going to listen to it. And so she put it on her album, she kind of hit it, and um, then all of a sudden it just kind of became the the kind of anthem for the women's movement. And, yeah, it just became a huge song. So, a very inspiring story. I need to watch that. I recommend. I I think it's on Netflix, yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's called I Am Woman. Oh. Um, backtracking to the song, 
so I, I like I said, I had Ray Lamonting, but mm-hmm. I kind of just want to, you know, you played your song. I, I have a feeling I just oh, want to play a song that I hope <laughs> people will like. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Get better. <laughs> Spectrum, but both valid choices. It got me up a mountain. Got you up a mountain. Yeah, like it really did. That's disclosure for you. And they're amazing. Movie of the year for me. <laughs> yes, please. Um, not as inspiring. Actually, maybe. That's okay. Not a documentary, and I feel like documentaries are great. Wait, was yours a documentary? It was like a kind like of a biopic. Cool. Um, I. I mean, I always like this movie, but I don't know why. I just, like, always... Like, whenever I'm, like, putting in a movie, I'm like, what am I going to watch? It's always this one. It's Silver Linings Playbook. Mm. Always. For no particular reason. Like, that's what I'm saying. It could be inspiring. Yeah. It's an inspiring story, I think. I don't know. I just I never liked that movie. But you I, never liked it? But I loved the book. Which I never read the book, because I don't... I have a hard time reading books. That's okay. This no was an easy read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it a short book? Relatively. Oh. Probably not. <laughs> you read very fast. I can do it. Oh, yeah. Any show that you watched on repeat? Oh, man. 2020 was not a good year for for me um, and TV. It was... Very unhealthy, the amount of shows I went through. Oh, jeez. Very quickly. Um, just because I was, you know, we were quarantined for the first however many months. Nine months. So I was inside a lot. <laughs> uh, Outer Banks is a big one. I loved that show. <laughs> Stupid, uh, not very, doesn't have a lot of depth to it show, but it was mindless and it got my mind off of what was happening in the real world, so that That's was nice. That's what we need. Right. Any others? I literally cannot think of one more show. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Oh my god. What about that one you were just talking? Normal people. Normal people. Normal people. Okay, I helped you out there. Thank you. Normal people. (laughs) Oh my god. I loved that show so much. Um, It was the first show, t- movie, um, any type of media that I've ever cried at. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I just bit very aggressively into a fortune cookie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just crying again. <laughs> um... It's the only one you ever cried out. Normal, normal people. Normal people. Normal people. It was another show that I watched that actually was like a good show. Um, <laughs> it was the first like, like TV show or anything that I've ever cried at, which I always previously thought that it's because I had no soul, so I never cried at anything. Mm. While she Sarah cries me when at everything. She, yeah. This is true. <laughs> she texted me and she said, oh my god, I just cried at the show. And I was like, well, tell me the show. It's the show. And I, I was shook. <laughs> yeah, it was, a big, it was a big step, big deal. I was feeling emotions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. I felt something. But yeah, that was, that was a really yeah, that good was show. Huge, that I like. huge. What about you? Do you have any shows? Oh, it's always going to be friends, always. True. That doesn't change. I'm not the best binger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also not creative or experimental when it comes to TV shows. So even when you give me these recommendations, I, I take it, but I don't do anything And you do don't follow through. I do nothing with it. That's okay. And I will always, always watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally The Office, if it's on. 
But I get bored and then I go to Friends. I can't believe I said right. that. Please, nobody hate me for saying that I got bored watching The Office. I love The no, Office. No, it's okay. There's only a certain amount of times oh, you can watch it. I feel like I've watched it. Certain episodes just certain episodes, yeah. drag. Oh, I totally agree. And that's every show. Except for so. Friends. <laughs> I stand by this, okay? I stand by this. Okay, moving into... A little, yeah, a little more in-depth questions. What was your um, biggest personal change from January to December, do you think? Okay, so, January. So, I think it's crazy to think I was still at Monmouth January, February, March. When did I go home? March. March. So, okay, I was there for two months, and I still cannot believe that was... Like, less than a year ago. This year. That's a better way to put it. Like, I feel like I went to Italy more recent than I was at Monmouth. Does that make sense, kind of? I feel like I was just at Italy, but I wasn't just at Monmouth. Yeah. So, if, if I, like, look back at who I was and who I was around, in those first, like, few months of 2020, it is insane. Like, just... It, it, I'm, I am, like, not even remotely the same person. Uh, I have very different... Actually, I just... I don't have a lot of people in my life. And it took me months to be okay with that. I was just kind of like... Like, this sucks. And I was complaining about it. And I thought it was the most depressing thing ever. And now I think for, like, the last two months, I'm kind of like, this was... A blessing. Mm. Like, a total blessing. As hard as it is... Like, it's hard when your entire life just changes like that. Like I said, biggest eye-openers. It's so hard. Yeah. And and it feels like the whole world is just, like, crashing on you. So that's why I was like, 2020 freaking sucks. But, I mean, it was either this or I would just continue living my life the way... It was because it was comfortable, and where would I be? I would be the same, in the same spot I was every freaking year. Mm. That was the biggest personal change, I think, um, for me. What about you? I think, for me, it was um, being more open and um, talking more about uh, mental health. Mm, this podcast helps. Yeah, for sure. Good for both <laughs> yeah, it really is. I think I've had like really good conversations with not only you but like my family about mm. like and also myself, just like being really reflective. Like I've never really thought about uh, mental health to the to the depth that I thought about it this year. Like I, because um, there was so much time and you're not really doing anything so you're just kind of forced to reflect on yourself so I think being more open and seeking help and um seeking help being okay with seeking help yeah (laughs) yeah I think that was the biggest change for me because prior to that I would have been like yeah I there's definitely something going on but I I I don't I don't need help I'm, I'm fine I can deal with it yeah yeah, that definitely would not have seen that in, like, 2019. Yeah. And I think, like, we both had, like, very different years, but that is the same for both of us, is just this, like, reflective year. Yeah. Because we reflected and acknowledged things that we otherwise would not have acknowledged if it wasn't for... I mean, I don't even know if it was quarantine or if it was just... Getting older. A flood of emotions. It could be that, or a flood of emotions from this crazy year. Right. That just forced us to, you know, reflect or even, like... Because I even had really... I mean, I always have good conversations with my family, but I feel like if I think about it now, it's a lot deeper. Yeah. I think it's because you're all... I mean, I don't know. We didn't really experience quarantine that much. So I I don't want to say it's because we're all, like, stuck at home. Because nobody in my house was. We all had work. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, and you n- got to go to work. My life didn't change from quarantine. Yeah. Except for the fact, like, with the whole friends and changing of habits and the reflective period. Right. That's when it changed. But quarantine didn't. 
make a change. Yeah, I feel like we're we're fortunate enough where one we live in an area where small we can town. small town where you can go outside, you can you can go for walks, whatever, and both of our jobs allowed us to keep working. They were essential. <laughs> Yours definitely was. <laughs> Yours was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, wait, did I already ask what was the scariest change for you? That kind of goes into it, I guess. Yeah. I think uh, the scariest thing for me, but not... Not not in a bad way, in a really good way, was um, moving to an apartment. Yeah. For me, like, that was a big step, and I'm even, like, surprised now that I, <laughs> that I did it. And I kind of, I'm glad, I'm definitely glad that I did it, and it's been a lot of fun and um, a really good change for me, but it was definitely, like, very scary at the beginning. Yeah. And not, not even at the beginning, going into it and even thinking about doing it was scary. Yeah. Yeah, I was even surprised when you told me that. But, like, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What was the scariest thing you did? School. School. <laughs> yeah. School, school, school. Oh, my God. I was obsessing about that all summer. I was like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But then it's like, I don't want to go back to Monmouth, so what, what am I going to do? Right. I think all summer, when I, before I made the decision to transfer, I was praying for them to say we were remote. I think I was the only college mm. kid who was like, please go remote. I, <laughs> and I didn't talk to any of my friends about that because they were all like, I'm dying at home. I want, right. I want to go back to school. I want to party. And I was like, I cannot go back. Right. And I'm just praying for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and that's insane. It's insane. So I... I was at a crossroads, and then before they made the decision, I decided to transfer to play it safe, and thank God I did, because they went back, so then I would have had to go back, mm. and that would have caused so much more anxiety than going to a whole new school during a pandemic, so there's masks and everything, and right. you don't know anyone, and I mean, it. actually, what is scary about it is I do see familiar faces, and that's why I chose to go to New Jersey in the first place. Because right. I'm like, I don't know anybody. Right. I can start fresh. Now being in New Hampshire, staying in New Hampshire is my biggest fear. And I was right. I see people from high school. Mm. And I get, thank God for the mask. Because <laughs> I, I cannot, uh, I can't deal with that. So it's, it's, yeah, scary. And even now I'm still like, will I grow accustomed to it? And yeah. I don't know. I have three semesters left, so let's hope I do. <laughs> but, all right. So, let's let's bundle these up together. So, physical, mental, and spiritual health this year. I can start with physical. How how was that for you this year? I think at the beginning of the year, I was still in school, and I was still in uh, season. Oh, lacrosse season. Lacrosse and stuff, so yeah. And I was, I was actually in, like, the best shape I have been in a while. And then March hit, <laughs> and I was at home and, like, kind of kept up with the workouts we were given, um, but definitely could have done a lot better. And then that kind of, that trend kind of continued throughout the year like definitely could have been doing more and I had so much time to do more mm. I just like um yeah I didn't like really fulfill what I could have been doing um yeah so I think from the beginning of the year it's kind of dropped but I'm starting to like get back in the groove of things in the past few months like been working out more and more and more to get ready for hopefully another season next Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it either went two ways with physical health. I think there were either, like, no motivation to do anything. Mm. Because, I mean, like, gyms are closed and all that. Cause some people rely on gyms. Yeah. Um, or people were like, oh, my God, I have all this time. I'm going to work out like crazy and get super fit. There was, like, no in-between. It was yeah. either or, I think, this year. Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, it was so easy because I, I've never gone to gyms. Right. Except for the first two months at Monmouth 
when I had to because I'm like, I need a bike. Mm. I got, <laughs> yeah, you didn't have any equipment in your dorm room, so. <laughs> yeah, and I got so desperate. I spent a lot of money just to be on that bike, and I spent, like, all my time there. But, I mean, being home, I've always had all of my equipment at home, so that didn't change for me. But, but I think this year physically has been, my physical health has been and, and still is, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm so fit. I'm saying, like, I've always been active, but I think, we talked about this in the other, uh, the last podcast of exercising because you hate your body. Yeah. And, like, over-exercising and stuff, which, I mean, even now, I I do, I think. I, I, I'm, like, learning how to slow down, but I think there's been a huge shift to now I'm exercising to feel good mm-hmm. because, quite honestly, I don't have to worry about looking good. Right. I lost a lot of my friends, and we're not going out anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now... It's almost forced me to do it because I, like, this is how I feel. I like feeling this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still do over-exercise because I love the feeling. But, right. But it it's a much healthier mindset. So that's why what I mean when I say this has been, like, physically the healthiest year yet. Um, how has mental health been? You kind of touched yeah, on Yeah, like, like I just said, like, I think I've always known that I've, um, had something going on with my mental health that wasn't quite normal. But I think this year has really, like, brought it to light. And I, like I said, I did a lot of reflecting and I kind of pinpointed what I think I had and then also sought out help. Yeah, you really pushed for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There was, like, some motivation that, like, I think pushed both of us. Like, yeah. What do I have? And you're like, right. you need to tell me this right now. <laughs> yeah, I think the the main thing was, like, I've lived with this for so long, but I don't even know what it is. So that was my main motivation was just, like, finding out what it is so that I can not treat it, but, like, take steps to find out how to live with it. Yeah, or improve it and yeah. stuff. You know what I think this year was? I think this year really was the breaking point. Yeah, I agree. In so many areas of life. But, like, mental health, I think, for you and I, like, a huge breaking point. It was, like, I I think we were just tired of struggling with something that could easily be worked on Mm. if it was acknowledged and understood better. So we kind of, like, fought for, like, this is... This is what I want. I refuse to take no for an answer. I'm right. doing this. Like, I think, like, a lot of people had a breaking point, which is why it was such an eye-opening year is because I think, you know, a lot changed for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Has, so, has it gotten better for you? I think just... Just by understanding. Literally it. just by knowing, I think it's gotten ten times better. I mean, obviously, I still struggle with it a lot, but, like just knowing takes a huge relief or like a huge weight off my shoulders. Yeah. It's such just, it's such a relief just knowing. And now that, now that I do know, like I said, I can take active steps to get better. Right. I totally agree. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, I think it's, it's been a very good balance. I, I want to say balance. I do. Um, between good and bad for mental health. Like, like you, I, I was pushing for that. But um, also with all, like, the eye-opening stuff I was talking about earlier, I think it took me a long time to find peace with the decisions I made. So, I, I honestly, I want to say it was, like, a month ago. I was talking to my mom, and I was like... Actually, no, I had a dream about it. I had a dream about um, certain people that I, you know, removed from my life. It was very, I don't even know what the word is. I don't even want to say disgusting. It was just a terrible, like, split up between these friends. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Like, I, that was unexpected. Like, why, like, it could, things can end, but in that way... It was insane. So when... I remember that day when that happened. And for months, I 
felt guilty. Mm. And I remember crying right when that happened. And I like said out loud and my mom was so mad at me. She like, she's like, don't you dare say that. I was like, I like, I hate myself. It's all my fault because I think they made me feel as though it was my fault. Right. So for months I've been carrying that weight. That's why I like what you said, weight, uh, on my shoulders. And it's, it's this feeling of guilt. And I kept doubting myself and I was like, well, what did I do? Like, I, I know I'm trying to take care of myself, but I mean, I'm, was that too harsh? And I think it was because I lost so many friends that it was so much easier to doubt myself and feel so much guilt. And I don't I'm not even going to describe the dream, but I remember waking up and I was like, wow. I was like, I do not feel guilty at all. And I was like, they were terrible. Like, yeah. Absolutely terrible. And my mom, like, she had tears in her eyes. and Because this whole time she's been telling me this, like, it's not your fault. I mean, mm. She's actually a little bit opposite from me. She thinks that I did nothing wrong. And right. that's a bias. I mean, she's my mother. But yeah, I think the hardest thing to find peace with my decision is understanding that two people are responsible for any split. Mm-hmm. D- doesn't even matter what kind of relationship. There's takes two to ruin yeah. a relationship. And I it, it took months, but I admitted my weakness in any relationship is communication. I suck at it. I suck <laughs> yeah. at it, okay? And, you know, I'm going to accept it. I, I said it. I know I have bad communication skills. I'm sorry. But I'm not the only problem here. And I think... We talked about this in an, another podcast. Maybe it was the hookup culture one where, you know, by admitting that you are, to some extent, to blame for what happens in your life, you know, you also have to be able to forgive yourself. And that's, it's so much easier said than done. But I, I'm, like, able to do it now. And mm. that's why after I had... I know it sounds so cliche, but I had that dream and I was like, this is so stupid. Like, right. I, I've just been stressing of Like, I've been blaming myself for something that isn't fully my fault. Mm. And I, I... I mean, I think that's, like, my biggest regret is I'm, I wasted so much time crying and complaining about something that, that you know, made me better. Right. Um... So that there's good and bad in that situation altogether. Um, and then breaking habits like alcohol, for example, which the hard part with that is I think I always knew I had a problem along the lines of it, but really understanding or like really acknowledging that you do and then forcing yourself to say, like, I'm cutting this out of my life. That's a whole nother level of, like, this is real. Mm. And and acknowledging that the way you've been living for a while is it's not supportive and it's not benefiting you and it's actually just, you know, flat out toxic is really hard. So mentally that was exhausting. But now I feel a lot better, I think, knowing that, you know, I, basically I think this year, I'm just going to sum it up, acknowledging that, um, the way I was living was just shit. <laughs> That's, I think, the best way to sum up the longest story ever. Is, and that and that's hard. Because, I mean, that's yeah. how you live for so long. That's normal for you. And nobody wants to admit they're wrong. That's right. kind of the hardest thing ever. Like, I, I'm wrong. We, we like to be right. Yeah. So, yeah, forcing myself to make those decisions that were essentially admitting I you know, made a lot of mistakes is good and bad. So, I mean, mentally, I, I want to say it was good, but God, was it draining. I, yeah. I don't know. And recognizing that when you're 20. Which is, is what a, I keep telling myself, yeah. but then it's also like, wait a second, I'm 20 and I have this many problems. Right. So, But recognizing, bad. recognizing, like, like, thankfully, you're at a point in your life where um, you can make those changes. And I don't want to say easily because it is a hard thing to go through. And But but recognizing those early warning signs and then making changes so that your problem doesn't get yeah irreparable. Yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely literally just... I took out so much... This is a hard word for me. Toxicity. Did I say it? Oh, I you said it. it. Removing that, I didn't know how much I had until I removed it. And I swear to God, I feel at least 40 pounds lighter <laughs> just from that. Yeah. Not even like weight, weight. Like I... <laughs> oh my God. Um, and honestly, I... I do believe I am happier this year. And I know some people are going to be like, yeah, okay, so how <laughs> upset were you? <laughs> yeah. But, it, yeah, it's, I feel so much lighter. I don't know. Mm. I think for a while, I, I remember in the summer, I was, like, the only one that actually liked this year. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, are you crazy? I'm like, <laughs> I just feel like I have a lot of time to myself, and it's really great. And everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um... All right, so how about, like, spiritual health? Yeah, I mean... That kind of goes along with mental, but I mean... Yeah, I think, like, we kind of touched upon this in one of our other... One. Yeah, yeah, our last podcast, but um, definitely, like, spirituality, to me, has been a struggle this year, um, just because, like, f- for me growing up, like, going to church was the outlet. yeah. And then when you remove the outlet, I had a hard time figuring out how to, like, connect with my spirituality because you couldn't go to church because it was closed. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think, like, realizing and building a relationship, in my case, with God um, was imperative to, like, my sanity this year. Yeah. Honestly... It kind of made it stronger because yeah. you had that obstacle of not being able to go to church. Yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning, it was, it's, I don't even want to say you, like, you gave up on it, but it was almost non-existent. Right, yeah. No, I, I definitely, like, lost touch yeah. with it. And so it forced you to kind of, like, go through those obstacles and find another way to get back in touch with it, which, yeah. that makes it stronger. Yeah, for me, I mean, spiritual health is huge transformation, and we went over that as to why, because I was, ne- I, I've never been spiritual, so I think all I can really say for that is just huge transformation. Yeah. That sums it up. <laughs> Not even going to go into the nitty gritties for yeah. that one. <laughs> huge. Um, okay. Single biggest time waster of the year for you. <laughs> I think this is a funny one, kind mm-hmm. of, but, like, TikTok, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, like, all social that. media in general. Like, I think I fell in love with TikTok. <laughs> and <laughs> I I mean, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. But I, you know, could Complain easily... Vine. You, you brought a good point up. Because I didn't know it was kind of like Vine until you said it. And mm. I didn't like Vine until there are, you took it down. There are so many different aspects of TikTok where, like, y- you know... There's the whole dancing thing, which I don't really get. But then there's, like, if you find your niche in TikTok, it's, it's a great app. <laughs> life-changing. It's life-changing. You can't hype it up enough. But, I, you know, you can spend hours on it just mindlessly scrolling. And that's, like, oh, God, I wish I hadn't. You know, like, I there, there are so many things that, like, I wish I did this year. And looking back going, oh my god, I had an immense amount of time that I could have used doing learning a language, <laughs> like oh like god, yeah. reading more books, doing more, like hiking more or whatever, but no, no. Like, actually, <laughs> I was on TikTok. Yeah, when I would take you on hikes, you'd be like, wait, 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 look at this TikTok. Look at this like, TikTok. You would stop us <laughs> to show me this TikTok. So it's like, you know, you did go hiking, but you didn't forget to bring along right, the, the TikTok. TikTok. A healthy the balance. TikTok. A healthy balance. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what about the single best thing that happened this year? Quick, first thing that I think. I think, um... It's not really a single thing, but I think just being, like, recognizing um, how fortunate I am, and also, like, I know this is not to say, like, 
I'm living my I'm living the best life. But yeah, like, I'm so blessed like, over here. <laughs> like the fact that it's been a year and nobody in my family has gotten sick or oh, gotten yeah. infected. Um, there have been scares, but you know, like everybody has come out um, healthy. So that's definitely something that's been great about this year. And also like, like everyone in my family got to keep their jobs. Um, oh yeah. So like, I think just lasting a year in a pandemic is we made it we made it yeah 2020 we I did mean it. again like it doesn't end with 2020 yeah. but like being able to say we made it almost a year um and what we hope is the worst of it what right. we hope what we hope <laughs> what we hope is the worst is over but you know you never know um so I think that was like because I don't know if I can narrow it down to just like one great thing that happened I think just like being able to say that everyone that I know is happy and healthy. I think that's one thing. Being fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, alright. Biggest time waster? Crying and complaining about shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which we know I do a lot. Even if you don't know me, you know it. Um, single best thing? This is going to sound so morbid, maybe. Losing my friends. (laughs) Weird, right? It's like a bad thing, but the best thing that could have ever happened. I think for you, that was the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, for me. Yeah. 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 In in the situation and the friendships that you were in, I think that was the best thing to happen. Yeah, I know. It sounds so weird, right? Yeah. In, the best in thing general, losing people... I lost people, all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> in general, losing people isn't the best situation, but I think in your yes. situation it was... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And forming... Or I think by... Because I, I think by losing your friends, a good portion of them, um, the ones that are there can be so much more powerful and, and stronger mm-hmm. and really makes basically the good ones stick and also I grew closer to a lot of people at work and that's awesome because then I I'm getting it more into like um I don't even want to say a phase but I'm transitioning more into a period where I can connect with more like-minded people Mm -hmm. that is not anything I've ever done yeah (laughs) because I I like we talked about in like the second podcast I kind of am a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. I just flock to people regardless yeah. of their interests. I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And and I just accept people for being who they are, and that's great, but that doesn't mean I have to be their friend right off the bat. Mm. So that's what's so what was what was so scary about going to school here is this is the first time I've gone to a new place and have not made friends within the first week. Yeah. The very first time. And I'm not even saying that to, to like, boost myself up. Mm-hmm. That's just what I do. And I, I make friends... It's a, it's a flaw of mine. I make friends within, like, the first day. Yeah. And not even, like, acquaintances. I make my friend group yeah. that fast. That's a flaw. <laughs> That's a huge flaw, and that is why I've been having so much difficulty in that aspect of my life. Except for Italy, for some reason. That worked. Yeah. Well, I think, like, you were... Like-minded people. Yeah. Who study abroad. Yeah. That's... That was great. Um, so, what are you most proud of this year? Honestly, that can kind of go to... Go go with what did you learn about yourself this year? Good and bad. I think... um, If you can't find something that you're proud of. And I... Yeah. And I... And I... I'm definitely still working on this, um, and I and I will be. I think you know for the rest of my life. But um, with everything that um, went on in the beginning of the year with like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah, I've learned so like e- e- like I'd love to say that I knew about white privilege because yeah. I think we all knew about it, but like I think to the extent that I learned this year and the conversations that I had and um, 
just like being open to say like I I I don't know jack shit <laughs> about yeah. this. And 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 the extent that I can learn about it. And to know that I will never fully understand because I will never experience the other side. Um, Yeah, I think just, like, educating myself more because that's something that I kind of didn't really think about in past years. And it's kind of, this year has kind of forced you, like like we said, to reflect. And so I think, like, learning about not only yourself, but, like, your place in the world and my place in the world as a white person. Um, and I don't even want to say I'm proud about that, but, like, I I think it's good that I took the time to, like, learn about it and educate myself. No, you totally should be, because the way you just described everything, um, I talked about this when we were talking about, like, yoga. Mm-hmm. You, this year... I didn't really think of it until you just explained it like that. You are embracing life with humility. Remember how I explained humility? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and that's very admirable because nobody does that. Because you, like, basically going into saying, like, I don't know jack shit about this, but I'm willing to learn. Mm-hmm. I know I have privilege. And I'm willing to learn more. That's embracing life with humility, and not enough people do that. So you should be damn proud of that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> not to hype you up or anything, yeah. but that's awesome. Okay. Applause, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what have you learned about yourself? Um big one actually I'm more introverted than I thought because mm. yeah I always thought I was like a raging extrovert um and now spending more time with myself I'm like wait a second I get drained being around people like <laughs> I didn't realize that because I just kind of numb that feeling like mm-hmm. I thought it was exhilarating. No, I, I was exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> so exhausted. I, I'm not a full introvert, but I'm a lot more introverted than I thought. Yeah. And I should continue to embrace that. Um, and also just the, you know, admitting that you have a problem. Mm. That's learning by yourself. Because that's hard. Um, how... How was 2020 different from 2019? Very broad terms. I guess I guess if you could take 2019 and say, like, that was a year of this, and 2020 is a year of this. It's hard because I don't even remember 2019 at this point. Really? It feels like, it feels like it, one, it still is 2019, and it hasn't been a year since 2019. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> um, I think... 2019 was a year of, for me, um, being very reserved and um, kind of not really sticking up for myself in any situations. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, just kind of being, just kind of there and not really doing anything. I like how you explain that. I and don't even want to say I like that. I don't like that. Yeah. But I like how you explain that. Anyway. And I think 2020 has been more of kind of like a... Uh, advocating for myself. And... Um, trying to get as much out of life as I can. Because as we've seen, life is... <laughs> unexpected uh, <laughs> bizarre and what, what? <laughs> yeah. oh my god um, to sprinkle in a little bit of uh, astrology in there mm-hmm. um, we are entering the age of the Aquarius okay so that could be a reason why Actually, I think it started this December the age I think of it the- started yesterday because oh, the first day of uh, Jupiter and Saturn were aligned so I think that that was the cosmic event that okay. kicked it off. We're in the age of the Aquarius. And for people who don't understand the age of the Aquarius... Me. 
Uh, <laughs> no, but you do know this. It was also during the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and arguably, we are in a very similar situation with yeah. like movements and, and uh, social unrest. And, yes, unrest. That's that's a really good word. Just unrest on the whole. And with, you know, a little Aquarius coming on in there and saying, hey, let's start advocating for this, that, and this, and that. Mm-hmm. And it's a great year in that way. Yeah. Um, what did I ask you? Oh, for, okay. Oh, yeah. So, 2019. Yeah, how was your 2019 different yeah. from your 2020? Um, 2019 for me, I think, was just a year of... I think it started off as, like, just really heartbreaking. And then Italy, which I count as that entire year. Mm -hmm. Just all love. I swear I fell in love every day. (laughs) I looked at something and I was, I love you. Like, so much love. And now 2020. Honestly, it's kind of like the opposite. I feel like I'm more reserved this year. Mm -hmm. And you are less reserved this year. It's kind of cool how that works. But... I think there is love, a lot less socialization, but more love for, like, myself. So love is just transferred over to something else, more reserved. Mm. So I think that goes into what I hope for 2021 is hopefully I am in a stable enough position to get back to my social state, because I miss (laughs) it, I do. Like, yesterday I just got a tattoo, and that was the first spontaneous thing I've done in months. I mm. want to say a year. Well, no. Not a, not a year. We ain't there yet. But <laughs> in months. The yeah. first spawn to, like, I decided, I got an email at 1230 that said they were open. There was an open spot. And I texted them and I was like, I'm going. <laughs> so it was that spontaneous. Yeah. So, uh, for 2021, I hope I am stable enough to continue life in the way I enjoyed it. <laughs> How about you? How do I... What do you want for 2021? Or what do you hope for 2021? I think... I... Want to continue... To... Learn as much as possible. I feel like I've been in kind of a... The past... Like five years maybe? I've been in kind of a... Rut almost with my relationship with learning because I've kind of equated it with school yeah and And there's and and grades and tests and yeah yeah. and there's uh, like there's so much that you have to learn outside of school and so I feel like that's what I want to continue doing is in 2021 is to be a year of education and 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 reconciling my relationship with good word (laughs) sorry (laughs) keep going with learning and school and education yes i love that oh i also wrote love i want more love Mm. because why the fuck not right i mean right doesn't everyone want love i want love damn it (laughs) Okay, this is the last ba-bang question. If I could travel back to the beginning of the year, here's some advice I would give myself. Feel free, you guys, to think about this. This is kind of cool. Do you have something? I think I would say to myself, this year is going to go by so fast. So, um, savor it and do as much as you can and don't stop complaining. <laughs> stop, stop complaining or do, do, something. do something about it. Do something, do something about yeah. it. Like there's so much stuff that I could have done in 2021. I mean 2020 that I should have. And I don't want to sit here and say that I regret 2020, but like I, I think I'll carry that feeling that I have now into 2021. I like that. Starting now, even. You know what we should do? Write letters. I, I, okay, maybe I'll just do it because you clearly think it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
write a letter. <laughs> okay, I'm done talking. This is the advice I would give myself. Alright, on a serious note, are we ready? No, actually, I want to finish that thought. Okay. I want to write myself a letter for next New Year's. Mm -hmm. And that will be my advice. That's all. It wasn't even as funny. I just laughed before. <laughs> okay. My advice that I would give myself a year ago, um, it would be this. You do not need everything you once thought made you whole. So. Mm. I like that. Settle that. Um, take of that what you will. Yeah. Because I feel like we do that a lot is try to fill an unfillable void or void. <laughs> or <laughs> fill fill a void with material things rather than um internal things or or fill, relationships or meaningful um, yeah or fill the void with things that have been or what you thought have been working for you. Mm. Um, yeah, but y'all can think of that what you will. <laughs> and have... Actually, by the time this is out, Christmas will be over, so... Anyways, I hope you had a lovely Christmas, and... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And here's to 2021. Woo! <laughs>